Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back, everyone. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are broadcasting live from lovely Overcast and finally not so uh, the gates of Thinking hell hot, hot Austin, Texas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ah, and, uh, nice. yeah, I mean, Julie and I had a very interesting weekend. We went to an auction on Saturday down in Austin because this was Formula One weekend, and yesterday was the Formula One race down at uh, Circuit of the Americas, and that's always fantastic, walking around and seeing all the – People literally that fly in from every corner of the earth to uh, watch a Formula One race. But I have to say, the coolest part was at the start of the race, they had the Navy Leapfrogs, which is kind of a, I, I think, almost kind of a cute name for really what these mm-hmm. guys were. So you see this, I think it was a C-17 flyover. You see the back of the thing open. And all of a sudden, you see 10 guys jump out, you know, parachute guys. And then you start reading the parachutes, and they were all Navy SEALs. So basically, this elite group Crazy. of the Navy SEALs, yeah, I mean they do they do this, uh, um, you know, where they go to different events, and you, maybe some of you guys have seen them. But the cool part was after um, they were done jumping, Julie and I are watching the start of the race at basically the top of uh, turn one, and then we started walking back to where um, our seats were, and we ran into all of them. They had, you know, basically they were coming back in after having changed back into street garb, and we got an opportunity to talk with all these guys. And for me, I'm a real admitted fanboy of the Navy SEALs and sitting there, or rather standing there, talking to 10 of these guys, it was incredible. I mean, one of them was retired, and the other guys were uh, essentially still active Navy SEALs. I I guess what really struck me more than anything was, A, how they were younger than I thought. I mean, most of these guys were in their 20s, and these guys were active Navy SEALs. And uh, two, how polite and chatty they were. That's what really surprised me. Yeah. You know, I thought they'd just be surveying, Super looking nice. for terrorists while they're staying there. Yeah, but it was a great yeah. experience. Anyway, hopefully you guys had a great weekend, too. So on today's radio show, we are continuing what we started last Wednesday on how to feel motivated every day in every way. So, Jules, before we get into that, you've been on mm-hmm. coaching calls today, so have I, and I know you've been talking with a lot of our great coaches. Kind of curious, anything you're hearing from the front lines of the real estate wars? Yeah, well, you know, I started off a handful of brand new coaching clients today, brand new to us, private one-on-one clients, so that's always exciting. And the it's an interesting little trend. I don't know, you know, whether this is long-term or short-term, but having a lot of kind of, you know, grizzled veteran types that have a goal of increasing their business by 50,000 a year, 75,000 a year. They seem to have reached a speed limit where they keep doing what they're doing. They've done it for years. They know they can make you know, anywhere from two fifty to five hundred thousand a year generally is that pocket and they wanna add, they wanna to get to that next level. But, you know, they're so consistent at making a really killer income, now they wanna see what it's gonna to take to get to the next level. And that's really exciting because they've got such great core skills. But I'll tell you, not all of them are using a pre listing package, not all of them have been doing a formal listing presentation and they all came to the call with the same thought. 
I know now, because I've tried to get away otherwise, I know now that to get to that next level, I'm going to have to polish some stuff up. And all of them said that there's these up-and-comers in their market that they're starting to feel bubble up, and they don't want to lose listings as a result. So, you know, they're getting their frostiness on, and I appreciate that. And we're going to polish that up, get them some more listings, and we're going to get them there. So that's exciting. That is exciting, especially because a lot of these guys are obviously grizzled veterans, successful, maybe even the top producers yeah. in their market. And for them to set aside their egos and maybe to pay a little bit less mm-hmm. attention to all their uh, awards and whatnot that our industry right. loves to uh, throw on agents and, and realize, hey, I can actually get better, mm-hmm. that's cool. I mean, someone's at the top I, of the game realizing I have a lot of respect that, for that. I do, too. Putting themselves back into, as uh, Maslow would say, un- or conscious incompetence. I mean, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Asking for help mm-hmm. when you already know that you're good, that takes a real – I think that's, that's, that's awesome. I love clients yeah, like that. I'll, let me share something with you I had, mm-hmm. Jules. Um, uh, Rob, who I don't know if he's listening today or not, but he is um, a new coaching client. You know him. He's in Greenwich, Connecticut, mm-hmm. right? You've talked to him mm-hmm. uh, before? Yep. So he in the Greenwich, Connecticut, right? Greenwich, Connecticut. If you guys don't know it, it has an average sale price of I'm guessing fifteen million dollars. So we're talking about an average, you know, marketplace where it doesn't really take a heck of a lot for you to make a million dollars per year. That's just that's right. just a fact. And so he's getting his pre-listing pack together, and he's getting his he's you know just like a lot of the clients that um, a lot of the top producers that have sort of been around to different coaching organizations are kind of realizing that hey, at this point in my career, I should have you know, I've, I should have more money. I should have more assets. I should have more to show for all my labors than just basically a bunch of awards and, you know, being on roller panels. And so they listen to Julie and I, and they realize, well, I guess there is a way that I can have my cake and eat it too. So Rob's not so dissimilar to that, but he's been very successful in other aspects of his life. And he gathered a bunch of information before he hired uh, me to be his personal coach. And he, you know, went to different events and listened to different coaches, interviewed different coaches. I mean, he was a researcher. So, um, you know, he was believing that he had to have a team to be successful in that marketplace. And so opposed to me, you know, telling him that, no, you don't, I asked him to go and do some research with the top producing agents in his immediate marketplace. And here was his takeaway. None of them had teams. And what's more is none of them even remotely marketed them themselves of having teams. And so I asked him to kind of deep dive into his own personal experience. And I don't want to talk too much about Rob, but Rob is very wealthy. You know, he is. And I asked him, so, Rob, your own personal experience when you're buying a new Jaguar or you're flying someplace or you're, you know, having a suit made over in London or something like that, you know, what? tell me about your personal experience. And he just said, well, generally speaking, if I want to, you know, have a suit made, I'll call up the guy that I had make suits for me over at this particular place that's endorsed by the Queen of England. And you know what I'm talking about, right, Julie? We've been, we visited yeah, those places, do. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, they had the little royal guys. Literally, there's, there's stores, these little boutique stores, if you will, that have been around pretty much forever in, in England. And on the front of the store, in the storefront, they had these little um, embossed seals. And it's kind of like in America we have – it'll be an embossed seal for like AAA or something silly like that. Well, when over in England, if, you're, if you are actually a vendor to the royal family, you sell them shoes or you sell them saddles or you sell them jam. It doesn't matter what. I suppose with uh, you know some – work, you get to basically show their royal seal. So there's um, uh, the cadre of stores that are all located on this one street in, in London where you see these seals, these royal seals, where the prince has his shoes made and the suits are all, it's you know, awesome. you guys get the idea. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So those stores cater to 
the 1% of the 1%. You know, the 1% to be part of the 1%, you have to earn $335,000 a year. But I'm talking about the 1% of the 1%, right? The billionaires. Yeah. So those those are the types of so those guys, the experience that those types of customers want to have, demand to have, always have demanded to have is a one-on-one relationship. They don't want to be dealing with the staff. They don't want to be dealing with the receptionist. They don't want to be dealing with the team. When they are wanting to buy and sell real estate in Greenwich, Connecticut, they want to deal with Rob, not Rob's assistant. We, you know, and if you guys look at all of our top producers, all the superstars we've ever interviewed, whoever, you know, across the country, the number one realtor in every single market, and we interviewed the number one realtor in America. You know, she's one of our superstars with uh, Caldwell Banker. Wonderful gal. Go back and listen to that radio show. She's one agent. She doesn't have a team. And I asked her about teams, and she immediately shot back, I don't do teams, right? The number one agent in New York City, something like $500 million in sold real estate volume, one transaction after another. That's just on the listing side. He has no team. Sure, he might have some assistance, but you know, the fact is, is that that was an interesting call for me because it reinforces what we've been trying to educate all of you guys on. You can have assistance, people that you delegate stuff to, but if the very top of the market is any indication to what the rest of the market is going to be expecting from you guys, which, by the way, it is, that's where a lot of the great trends in real estate get started. The very upper end of the market, and you know, you guys, a lot of you are in that uh, that you know rare error area. You know as well as I do that that top you know high end seller is wanting to speak directly with you. Doesn't want to be delegated. You wouldn't even think of delegating them. Well, the same thing is going to start happening in the lower end and the normal price ranges as well. The team thing has been overblown, overstated, you know, and at this point, a lot of consumers are just sick of it because they did not have good experiences working with the team. Don't get stuck on the idea that you have to be success in order to be successful, you have to have a team because it's not true. Now, am I saying don't have staff? Of course not. Am I saying don't have administrative assistance? Of course not. But what I am saying is you never, ever, 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 ever delegate that direct one-on-one contact with your sellers. Ever. If you expect to be successful for a long term, do not delegate that. Now, if you're selling mobile homes in uh, the middle of nowhere and people don't care if they talk to you or not, then yeah, you probably can't have someone you can delegate that uh, that type of client to because they just don't care. But it, for the most part, people do care. And it does matter. Julie, does this resonate with you? Absolutely, it does. And it's funny, I had a similar conversation with a coaching client about that who was kind of going down that path of maybe attempting to delegate the listings because she was starting to get busy and freak out a little bit. And I said, well, so if you were on a listing presentation and the seller said, well, I'm thinking about going with so-and-so who has this big team and this listing specialist, what would be your objection handler to get that listing away from that person? Right? And she went right to, well, you've already been delegated because that person's not even talking to you personally. And That's then right. she was cured of that thought. So, you know, think about it. Whenever you have questions like this, think about it from the homeowner's standpoint. What would you want? What would you expect? Aren't you expecting to hire you? You know, so it's always interesting because most of these rabbit holes that agents go down are looking to do it easier and faster and cheaper and get out of some of the skill-oriented stuff. And I think sometimes that comes from when they feel, you know, over busy or overwhelmed, and that's a temporary feeling. And sometimes it's because they don't want to learn the skill. So you've got to ask yourself, which is it? You know, because well, you know what, today's topic, is, today's topic is how to feel motivated every day in every way. And even though Julie and I haven't gotten to our points, a lot of what we're talking about, it does have a direct relationship list. to your motivation. <laughs> so, so I'll give you, for yeah. example, 
not now, but in about 60 days, that's the time of the year when a lot of you guys start going in information gathering mode. You start going to this conference, that conference. You decide, well, I'm going to somehow make this year better than last year, or I'm going to at least do what I did last year, or I'm going to continue, whatever it is. And then you guys start filling your heads with all this conflicting type information that confuses you and gets you off your path. The fact is, is that there's not one way to be successful in real estate, but there are a ton of ways to fail. There's a ton of easily avoided mistakes that, frankly, if you don't avoid them, you're going to waste a lot of time. And, and, you know, a lot of times it'll result in you failing out of the business. That's just a cold, hard fact. The rest of the year, what we're going to focus on is we're going to focus on helping you guys um, obviously stay motivated, stay focused. We're going to help you guys put your business plan together for next year. That's going to be the you know, absolute drill down, deep dive type you know, intent we have on this radio show. But also we're going to be exposing you guys to a lot of big thinkers. We're lining up a lot of great interviews with some of our industry leaders. And one of the things that I want you guys really to understand and you will not find any conflicting information on this. You will not be confused by this. This is the one thing that everyone's going to be in agreement about is that we are in the very beginning stages of what's going to be a long-term real estate boom. I, you've got to be really clear about that because if you're skeptical, skeptical about that statement, if you're, uh, if you're not 100% optimistic about the belief that we're in the beginning stages of a long-term real estate boom, not a recovery, we're beyond that. Recovery was a couple of years ago. Real estate boom you are not going to take the actions necessary for you to benefit from it. And that's not just going to affect you, but that's going to affect your centers of influence who you otherwise could have helped. That's going to affect your immediate family, and that's going to affect future generations of you because you weren't willing to embrace the fact that we are in the very beginning stages of a real estate boom. I am honestly and legitimately excited about uh, what's going on in the economy, but what's going on in the housing industry is just off the charts. Every single leading indicator is telling us that, yes, indeed, the real estate markets are coming back. Some of you are still drudging through the real estate crash. I get that. Still deep into the world of short sales and foreclosures. And if that's where you're making your money, fantastic. Stay focused on that. But understand that you can't just be stuck in that coal mine of specific activity while ignoring the fact that 10 minutes away from you, you know, new construction is taking off. Do the smart thing and start dipping your toes in both of those markets. That way, when one market starts to slow down, you're not just stuck wondering what the heck happened to you. You get it? So we're going to take a real quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to get to point 11, I believe, of how to feel motivated every day in every way. Are you ready for 2015? Do you have a plan in place to make it your best year ever? Or are you still struggling in your career and waiting for your ship to come in? You can make this your best year ever, but only if you take control of your career and create an action plan for success. Join thousands of top producing agents across the nation who have turned to Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching to help them achieve top producing production and performance. Coaching works, and that's a fact. 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions, because they have a coach. Coaching and training is a critical part of a successful real estate career, but don't just take our word for it. Here's what Steve Brown, the president of the National Association of Realtors, had to say. Well, I'll tell you why it's critical. There are some brokers who, when they hire, 
they hire indiscriminately. They just don't even look at the training or they don't provide the training and the education that a new agent needs in, in the marketplace. As a real estate agent, you've got to associate yourself with a firm that's dedicated to your professionalism and your growth and then the services like a personal coach like Tim, you and Julie do. There are very few real estate people like you so personally and passionately involved in our industry. And um, thank you for, for what you do for our industry. Both of you are a wonderful voice for all that's best in the realtor organization in our industry. So I thank you. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need a coach. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today. Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. We provide you with industry-leading one-on-one coaching with a trained professional coach, along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your local real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action and visit us at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call with a trained real estate professional. There's no risk and no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's marketplace. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Okay, we're back. I misspoke prior to the break and said point 11. We're actually in point 8. Go ahead, Jules. Okay, perfect. So again, this is how to stay motivated every day in every way. Point number 8, actually work off of a to-do list. Focus on the things that will actually generate money the fastest. Avoid spending too much time on anything that doesn't directly result in a paycheck. And you know, real estate is fraught with these things that look like work, you know, you seem busy. Seems like, you know, this is what people that work in real estate do. But do they actually lead to a paycheck? And the only things in real estate that lead to a paycheck have to do with lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. So actually use a to-do list, but scrutinize that to-do list and ask yourself if what's on your list actually leads to a paycheck. If it says update Facebook, maybe that's not going to be a priority. That should be support to the other work that you're doing. If it says make sure you stick to your agreed-upon lead generation with your coach, for example, talking to two past clients today, no matter what, so help you God, well, that qualifies. Lead follow-up should be on everybody's list. That leads to a paycheck. If you don't do it, do you make less money? That's your criteria. So not just use a to-do list, but scrutinize it. Do those things actually lead to a paycheck. Well, you know, Julie, I don't think anybody is presenting this, like we're presenting this material probably to 50,000 people now in replay, mm-hmm. right? So presenting this material, nobody's going to argue with what you just said. But the problem comes in, it's like, okay, Julie, that makes total sense, right? I'm going to just right. do it. I've heard that before. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Right. I heard that before. I get it. Okay, I'm going to write those five to seven points down. I get it. Those things, right, right. So why don't you do it? And I'll tell you why you don't do it. And I don't think it's actually, to be honest with you, I don't think it's totally the agent's fault. I think a lot of times they don't do it because of the fact that they're not being, you know, frankly, held accountable to doing it. They're believing that there's other things they should be doing. 
they're getting emails and they're getting all this conflicting messaging that's telling them that basically, you know, you're going to go, you're going to focus on your Facebooking, you're going to buy leads from this source, you're going to do it this on this website, you're going to be doing all these things that at the end of the day have taken you away from what you should have been doing all the way along. So then at the end of the week, you're going to go, what do I have to show for my efforts this week? I mean, I certainly feel like I put in a lot of time, but I don't have anything to show for it. Guys, the fact is, is this the this is the easiest, most complicated business that you could possibly have gotten into. That's a reality. It's painfully easy to be successful in this business because there's really only so there's only a handful of things that are actually going to get you paid. So it's not that confusing as to what you're supposed to be doing. You just have to have the discipline to be able to say no to all the other things that want to get your attention. When the guy, you know, Julie, I had a, a um, coaching, uh, you know, one of my clients today, and he said a new client, like what you were describing, mm-hmm. and he said, I remember these numbers, by the way, because I was wanted to share them on the radio. He said he'd gotten a solicitation from one of the big buyer lead selling companies, and they wanted him to sign mm-hmm. a six-month contract for $800 a month. You following me so far? Wow. Yep. And in the amount of time, they were promising him, if I remember correctly, 71 buyer leads. I did the math mm-hmm. for him. He was paying almost if he didn't agree to it. He laughed at him, you know. But uh-huh. he then realized that he would have been, he took the $4,800 that he would have paid, 800 times 6, divided by the guaranteed leads of 71. And maybe I'm getting the math slightly wrong, but that's the gist of it. And the cost per lead was basically $70 per lead. $70 oh. per lead! That's not per yeah. closing, you know. That's not per mm-hmm. actual viable lead. That's just for somebody mm-hmm. who filled out a form on Zillow, okay? And wow. you guys are believing that that's the way you build your business? Doesn't mm-hmm. that just feel insane to you? You know, and again, he was a coaching client, so he, and he's a listener of our radio show, so he'd hear us rally against this type of insanity before. You know, and guys, we're starting to take on sponsors, and some of the sponsors are calling us up and saying, well, we want to run ads on your guys' radio station, and I appreciate that. And then, you know, some of them are in the business of selling these, you know, overpriced buyer leads, and they're saying, well, hold on. If we are going to advertise with you guys, we want you to reconsider your position. Or They're not overtly saying it, but they're sort of suggesting that we reconsider our position about buying buyer leads because they know tens of thousands of you listen to us, and I'm not going to. You know, buying buyer leads is insane. It always has been insane and always will be insane because the fact is, is if you learn to be a listing agent, you have to beat the buyers off with a stick. Can we make it any plainer than that, Jules? No. <laughs> it's painfully <laughs> now, I'm not suggest I'm not suggesting you actually beat buyers with a stick unless they no. deserve unless it. Unless they're really bad. And if then, then go for it. Matter of fact, we're going to start yeah. selling, all, we're going to start offering <laughs> a, a buyer beating sticks to all of our coaching clients. Yeah, there you go. Now, here's the funny part, Julie. I bet you there's at least two people that believe that we're talking about, that we're being serious. I know. Next point. (laughs) Next point. (laughs) Okay, so the next point is, number nine, embrace the fact that your long-term success comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Now, most people get attached to that thought, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. But, you know, it's at the highest level too, guys. It's not just, you know, like if you take lead follow-up, it's not just saying, hey, I was thinking about you. You know, do we need to go see some property this weekend? No, call with something compelling. Make me be dying to call you back. Do it at the highest level. Be the best at those things that make you money in real estate. What if you were the best at self-generating leads? What would that do to your life, right? What if you were the best at lead follow-up? What if you were the best listing presenter in your town? So it's not just doing the things when you don't want to do it 
you know, that's kind of the, that's why we call things work and not vacation. That applies to virtually anybody who isn't independently wealthy already. It's doing it when you don't want to do it, but also at a really super high level. If you're going to do it, do it right. I read an interesting interview, um, not a real fancy elaborate interview with Jerry Seinfeld. And a lot of you will be surprised to know that Seinfeld is almost worth a billion dollars, something like $800 million. So, you know, he's done well for himself, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the guy was riding in one of Jerry's Porsches with him, and this was out in California because Jerry's a, like, you know, huge Porsche collector. One of the, he probably has the biggest and most valuable Porsche collection outside of maybe Porsche in Germany, maybe even more than Porsche in Germany. He has literally number one of the first Porsche 911 made, number one of the first, so you guys wow. get, it's, it's a serious it's, collector. It, but this is serious car nerd talk that I'm sharing with you guys right now. Yeah. So I'm reading this interview where this guy's basically riding shotgun and, and you know Porsche 9, 911 number one with Jerry out in Monterey, California last August. And the guy is like kind of philosophizing a little bit with Seinfeld and knowing that Jerry's like basically a billionaire and asks him about like, isn't the meaning of life happiness? You know, that's kind of the statement he made. And Jerry said, no, the meaning of life is hard work. Lots and lots of hard work. So then you get opportunities to do things like this, referring to driving on, you know, US-1 up the coast looking at the beautiful, you know, that, right? So his point was, what our point is, is the key to long-term success is doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I mean, Julie and I have seen Jerry sign. We've met him a bunch of times. We've seen him perform a bunch of times. You know, and I guarantee you, he is always very consistent, always a nice guy. When you see his performances, like when we went you know, in Vegas and all that, it's always funny and all that. But I have always thought in the back of my mind, especially on New Year's Eve, right, where, do you think he'd rather be with his family back in New York, uh, or do you think he wants to be performing in Vegas, right? I mean, do you think he even shuts his private jet down um, off the, you know, <laughs> it lands in Vegas, again. does this show, keeps That's the jet warm, pops on, show. leaves again? Yeah, but, you know, uh, he probably clears a million dollars when he's there doing his, uh, you know, Las Vegas New Year's Eve show, and then he's gone, <laughs> you know? The moral of the story is, is that happiness comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I mean, if you don't want to, in your mind, if it doesn't resonate with you to relate that to uh, money, and some of you guys have issues with money, then just relate it to your personal enjoyment in life, the feeling of fulfillment, the feeling of having a meaning, having a purpose. It comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Just embrace that. Just try that on, right? Like uh, you're putting on a, a nice, warm, cozy jacket, and you want to see how it fits. You want to see if it's comfortable. I strongly encourage all of you just to try that on for like a day, a week, a month, and then make it a lifestyle, and then see how much your life changes. Next point, Jules. Next point is number 10, and this is goal-setting time of year, so this is an important one. Sometimes you guys get stymied of what you want to set as a goal, so use this point to help you. Write a list of what you don't want to do. We know that whatever you're avoiding the most is where your growth needs to be. So what don't you want to do? What don't you want to have in your life anymore? How can you change that? Sometimes taking a little bit different approach helps you with that goal setting and helps you find motivation and inspiration. Yeah, that's it. So you know what? We're going to have to make this into a three-parter show, Mr. Producer. Hopefully you're listening. So we'll, make, we'll finish this up, I think, maybe tomorrow. It depends if we have an interview or not. I'm not sure. Hopefully he'll chat me real quick and let me know. Guys, listen, um, we're here for you. This is what we do. This is what we have a passion for. But I don't want you guys to be confused about that word passion. Passion is a very 
confusing word because the reality of it is, is you don't have to be uh, passionate about what you're doing to be successful. Oh my God, Tim, are you telling me that motivational poster on my broker's wall is a lie? Yep, that's what I'm telling you. You don't have to have passion for what you for what you do for a living to be good at it, to be the best at it. Okay, there it is. You can have passion for aspects of what you do. You can have passion for what you get as a result of doing what you do. But you don't have to wake up every single morning like you're on vacation. You know, you don't have to wake up every single morning like you're going to be driving in Porsche 01. This would be a huge thing for me, right? Uh, having a peak experience, you know, riding shotgun with Jerry Seinfeld, looking at you know the huge, the beautiful. You guys get the point. That's not what you don't be confused. I realize that a lot of you got into real estate because you had you. You had a sense that you had to have passion for real estate to be successful. And I, I realize a lot of you are starting to read books because it's that time of year for goal setting. And, and you're going to be – some of you are going to be confused because you're going to say, you know what? I don't have passion for real estate like what I just read that I'm supposed to have, You know that feeling I'm supposed to have. I have passion for my family. I have passion for my dog. I have passion for nature. I have passion for photography. I have passion for music. I have passion for whatever it is. And and because and some of you and I've seen this, I felt this, and I it drives me nuts, makes my teeth itch. You guys use that as your excuse for not being successful in real estate because you believe that in order to be really successful at something, to be the best at something, you have to have passion for it. Very, 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 very few of us have passion for what we do for a living. We do what we do for a living because we're good at it, because we've done long enough that we become maybe the best at it. I don't feel like coaching every single day. There are aspects of doing what we do for a living which are genuinely displeasurable, right? But the overall result I have passion for, um, a lot of my personal, not all, a lot of my personal coaching clients I have passion for. But guys, most of what anybody does who's going to be successful at anything is just work. It just work. It's going into the coal mine. This is the analogy Julie and I use, and I share this with all of you is you're going to, you know, imagine you're a coal miner, you're going to put on your helmet, you're gonna, your light's going to be on your helmet, you're going to flick your light on, you're going to grab your bucket, you're going to grab your little pick, and you're going to go down the coal mine, and you can't come out of that coal mine every single day until you filled your bucket up with the prerequisite amount of coal, right? That is what is called work. Get in your mind that it's okay doing work every single day, that you don't have passion for it. Just get really good at it. Be passionate for the fact that when you come out of your coal mine, you've done what you were supposed to do every, that particular day. Be passionate for what you can do with the money that you were able to earn from doing the work. Be passionate for the people you were able to help as a result of you doing a great job. But guys, don't lose yourself in this whole idea that you have to have passion uh, in order to be successful. It's just it's not true. It's a great way to sell books. It's a great way to stand in front of a group of people and basically make them feel motivated. You know, it's kind of a snake oil salesman topic. It truly is. So, you know, this is the time of year when you guys have to drill down and accept the fact that your fate is in your own hands. Um, uh, virtually everything that you will or won't accomplish in life happens with a thought and a continuation of that thought, good or bad. If there's anything we can do for you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Some of you have um, become attached to us at the point enough that you're ready to sign up and be one of our coaching clients. So just go right ahead. Go to timandjulieharris.com or harrisrealestateuniversity.com and choose your coaching program and sign up. That's that simple. You, don't, you can basically start your coaching relationship with us immediately. So 
if you want a free coaching call with uh, either Julie or myself, and generally speaking, we're scheduling a number of weeks out in advance just because of the way it is, or if one of our other coaches, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, um, or you can email me directly, t- uh, coachtimharris at gmail.com, or like I said, if you're ready to become one of our coaching clients, just go directly to our website, timandjulieharris.com. Have a wonderful day, and tomorrow, by the way, my producer got back with us. We are going to continue on this topic, so we'll finish this topic tomorrow, and then the next day we have a fantastic interview. So have a wonderful day. If there's anything we can do for you, never hesitate to ask. Have a fantastic day. Talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.